hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Exco, give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, <laughs> that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Exco, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open Podcast. What does Randy Orton's return mean for WWE? And could we see a potential Randy Cody Rhodes feud further down the line? And we'll give you our weekly winner. Plus, what are our thoughts on AEW's Continental Classic? You won't want to miss it. So here's the thing. when you, Because Randy Orton's been gone for over a year. I think it's like a year and a half, something like that. And now that he's returning, a lot of people are going to be very excited to see, you know, uh, has he changed? Has he not changed? Uh, you know, what's the experience going to be like seeing Randy Orton? Mark, when you are away from the ring for that long and then coming back and especially coming back off of a of an injury, coming back off of a surgery, what could possibly be running through Randy Orton's mind, you know, speaking as a wrestler? Believe it or not, you'll, you'll think stuff like, man, am I, would they still love me? Like, you know, do they expect me to change? And you have to say to yourself, no, like, I'm the reason for the season. They want me to be who I am. And and all of that stuff is psychobabble. It's like your your brain is eating at itself from all of the time that you spent away. If Randy goes out there and... As soon as he hears that crowd, as soon as he he gets that first ovation, he walks through that curtain, it's going to do something to your heart. And it's like a reset. And you go out there and you try to live up to who you were. And, um, it, it's, you know, the anxiety of waiting is the hard thing. All day long, you're going to be worried about it. it until you walk through the curtain – I've been there about five times in my life. And it sucks just waiting and waiting. But once you walk through that curtain, it's like medicine. It fixes all the ills. All the waiting and then the match feels like two minutes. Like no matter how long the match feels. Yeah. Like, how long it was, it's like Unless it's going to feel the main like two event. minutes. <laughs> and you're breathing so heavy that you, you're like, oh my God, that was forever. Right. But, but 
he's always been in peak physical condition. I I mean, no matter how much you train, it don't prepare you for wrestling. Collegiate, amateur, pro, wrestling is a different thing because it's perpetual motion. It's continuous motion. And once you get tired, you have to think still. And people don't realize how hard it is. You go run and do some up-downs and then try to solve a mathematical equation. Without the oxygen in your blood and the your thought process are off. So, like, you got to get used to not being able to think with that little oxygen flowing through your blood. So, um, it's it's... Being a professional athlete is complicated, and Randy Orton is no different regardless of how great a shape he, he's in. Adrenaline is going to carry him this first couple of weeks, or this first week maybe. By then, he'll be the Randy Orton of old. Let's go ahead and bring in some callers. We got Rob from New Jersey. Rob, you're on the air. What's on your mind today? Hey, guys. Uh, driving to Disney right now with the family um, from New Jersey Woo. to, obviously, Orlando. And uh, just want to say, Mark, been a big fan. I'm 39. Uh, so everything I grew up, I've been a diehard fan my whole life. And uh, you meant a lot to me growing up, so it's really awesome to talk to you on the phone. Um, and Denise, Thank you, man. You picked, me as one of your, you picked me as one of your five winners in your pool yesterday. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing the Wrestle Rumble pool as I get the uh, picked in when we stop at one of these red stops today on our way. Oh, down. that's awesome, um, man! Congratulations, by the way. If your picks win, you'll get some. You'll get some good cash. That's great. And who knows? You can go to the Disney trip. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but but on to uh, tonight. Uh, we'll be watching from the hotel. Uh, the whole family. My son's a big fan too. Um, but we're going to be really looking forward to see is possibly Orton doing a heel turn so quickly starting that feud with Cody prior to Mania or do you think there's a more of a shot of Cody and Orton happening down the line after Cody potentially beats Roman and has that title after Mania what do you guys think of the the better option of the two thanks I think after bro I think after because um, Cody Roman is so valuable when I say gold I mean it is pro wrestling currency. Like there just a saga of this right now. Like after everything is all said and done with, it'll be over four hundred million dollars. That's what it's worth to me. Them being the main event and them going to WrestleMania and the international buy rate is gonna soar. It, the only thing that I feel like will be remotely close is Roman Reigns and The Rock, but that's a story that can go on for next year. Same thing with Randy and Cody. Think about that next year. We got to live in the right now, and the right now, it's all about Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. So I also agree with you on doing it after. And the reason for that is obviously I had mentioned that I want to see Randy Orton do a babyface run right now that he's back. And, you know, everything's like people are excited to see him, all of that. Right. But after I think is better, too, because where do you go? Like if Cody, if Cody does defeat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40, if that's the main event that we get and that's what actually happens. 
you don't want to just have him go from like Roman Reigns to all of a sudden, I don't know, just whoever. I think that him and a program with Randy Orton would be very, very intriguing. And yeah. I would like to see that be like the first, for example, like his first challenge of the Undisputed Universal Championship. Like that could be him and Randy Orton. So I feel like that one's something that you can probably just save a little bit and kind of get Randy Orton back into the groove of things. And so once we're down, once we get to next year, once we get to after WrestleMania, uh, we can get a better program between Cody and Randy. So yeah, I agree after two. And and not only that, Denise, but um, you give Randy what you just said, a time to readjust and acclimate himself to high level performance and conditioning and let him go out there and be the Randy of old. I think if you throw him out there now, like he he won't he'll still be a shell of his former self. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. That, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Let's go, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Te presentamos a Daniela. A ella nada le sorprende. Siempre estoy lista para lo que venga. Por eso, este año fui a Walmart a comprar todo para combatir mis alergias antes que comience la temporada de alergias. Claro, porque Walmart tiene productos de alta calidad para las alergias como descongestionantes, sprays nasales, antihistamínicos y más, y a precios muy buenos. ¿Y sabías que también tiene pickup y delivery? Daniela, ¿te sorprendiste? ¿Yo? No, ¿qué va? Claro que sabía que Walmart tiene pickup y delivery. <laughs> Bienvenido a una farmacia más simple. Bienvenido a tu Walmart. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do 
unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. All right. So we kind of talked a little bit about some of the people that are in this tournament, uh, just to kind of run things down for those of you who may not know. In the Blue League, we got Andrade El Idolo, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, Brody King, Claudio Castagnoli, Daniel Garcia. In the Golds League, we got Jay White, John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, Jay Letho, Mark Briscoe, and Roosh. So a nice pool of competitors there. There's a lot of matchups that I can't wait to see. Uh, I, it's going to be a good time. Like, I can't wait to see. I think Swerve and Roosh is going to be really fun over on the Golds League Ooh. side of things. Damn, that one's going to be good. Uh, Swerve and Jay White. Uh, Jay White uh, Jay White and Roosh we just saw, and that one was my favorite of Dynamite for sure. Uh, John Moxley mixing it up with Swerve, mixing it up with Roosh. Like, that's going to be fun. On the Blue League, Blue League, Brian Danielson versus, like, literally everybody is going to be great. I think Andrade yeah. Lidolo is going to have great matches with everybody. Uh, is there any particular matches that you're like, ooh, can't wait to see that one? You know what? Um, I can't just put my finger on one match. Um, but I do know this. Whoever goes in there against Roosh better have they damn jock strap on tight because he has got the most energy of any wrestler at AEW. Yes. I mean, he is just perpetual motion. His endurance has got to be off the chart. He's constant movement, and he's always grinding, trying to win. And that's the whole point. You're trying to win. So in a tournament format, like, don't be surprised if Roos knock off somebody that you expected to be in the final four. Yes. Mark, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Like, I'm so happy you mentioned that because – I feel like I sound like a broken record when I recap any of Rusha's matches because the first thing I say is like, damn, he brought the intensity. He brought the energy because mm -hmm. dude moves like he's got his batteries on. I don't know how else to explain it, but dude comes at a whole other level. And for those people that have never seen him wrestle, um, you pr uh, you're probably wondering like, how is he any different from like some other guys that are great? You gotta see him. Like he's you gotta see different. him. He a ton different. Like some people have great endurance. Their bodies just don't produce lactic acid like everybody else's. They don't get tired at the level that other people. And you know who else do who else goes wild like that? Who? Crazy people. <laughs> and Roos is nuts. He will jump off anything. He's crazy. I mean, that dude has I mean, him and Moxley, when you start Talking about no uh, regard for their safety. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Get off of that. Don't, do ah, I have to close my eyes sometimes. Like, he's just a different breed. And I love watching him work, but I miss a lot of his stuff too because I close my eyes. You know, when you're a wrestler and you, you make somebody close their eyes and they like, oh man, oh no, no, please. Don't do that. Don't. That's Rouge. Yes. Like he, he just different, man. Like I, I really love watching uh, him work. His energy is incredible. Like that's the thing. We're going to get 
uh, stories coming out of this tournament, right? Like some <laughs> subsidy stories that are going to come out of it. I yeah. hope that amongst those is really, I want to see Roosh be the one that is, because there's not a lot of people, when I ask people who they're rooting for, there's not, there's only a certain amount of people going for Roosh here out of all of these names. I want Roosh to be the name coming out of this where people are like, dang, man, like I was kind of sleeping on him, ain't sleeping on yeah. him no more. No, and, and, and that's that's a that's a really, really good thing, Denise, is to, to be able to see somebody um, flourish even though people are not checking for them. Like, guys, y'all really need to check for him. Like, Roosh is an incredible and exciting wrestler that, um, you know, if you got behind them on social media, that the uh the companies that they work for um might do more with them that just that's to be honest that that's how it works and uh crowd reaction he always gets great reactions from the crowd like uh where's the weakness <laughs> Hey everyone, Jenti Ashanti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. All right, Let's this go. feels like a century ago, by the way. When I bring up AEW Collision, because this was right before uh, uh, full year, so it feels like a century ago. But last Saturday's AEW Collision saw an opening match between Miro and Daniel Garcia. We saw Tremperetta command defeat Commander Pentel Miedo and Brian Cage for our. Uh, we also got to see Roger Strong defeat Action and Dreddy. I mean, there was quite a bit on this show, even though it feels it like forty years show. ago. Yeah. yeah, and that's where we got to meet Mark at Collision. Yeah, and, and and you know that the match between Miro and Garcia uh, was really really good, and I, I'm just like wondering though, um, where is it going with with Daniel Garcia because uh, two losses in consecutive weeks, um, one by pin and one by submission. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's like um, uh, he's in a slump. Like if you're a pitcher and you had a couple of home runs hit off of you, like uh, how is he going to react to this? I'm, I'm just curious to see what's going to happen. The good thing is he is one of the participants in the Continental Classic. So, you know, maybe he'll get some wins there and we'll see how it goes for him. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, let's get into Monday Night Raw. We saw Nia Jax defeat Raquel Rodriguez in a match that basically told us that even though Raquel is really strong, she could not manage to overpower Nia Jax. We got a surprisingly good match between Becky Lynch defeating Zia Lee, a really great showcase yep. for Zia Lee uh, ahead of her big matchup on NXT. We also saw the WWE Women's Tag Team uh, Championship number one contender that saw Tegan Knox and Natalia get the win. We saw Shinsuke Nakamura defeat Chad Gable. And then the men's War Games Advantage match that saw Drew McIntyre get the win for his team over Jay Uso. 
Moving on into NXT, we again, like I mentioned, Zia Lee's big match, she jumped Lyra Valkyra and it almost seemed like the match wasn't going to happen. Instead, it got pushed to the main event. Lyra pers- persevered and defeated Zia Lee in this match. We also saw the continuation of the Iron Survivor Challenge qualifying matches and the two people that qualified for the women, it was Blair Davenport after she defeated Thea Hale. For the men's, it was Josh Briggs after he defeated Carmelo Hayes, which was a surprising uh, victory Surprise. there. Yeah. And then AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, which was the fallout of full year and the start of the AEW Continental Classic Tournament. And uh, we kicked off the night with a match from the Gold Group, which was Swerve Strickland defeating Jay Lethal. Also in the gold group, we saw Jay White defeat Roosh. And in the main event, John Moxley defeating Mark Briscoe. All of those matches were for the Continental Classic uh, Tournament. So then we hop into Thursday's Impact Wrestling, which was just a uh, recap show here of like past Thanksgiving themed matches from 2008, 2013, 2016, 2017, you name it. Then we hop on over to Friday night SmackDown, which was a whole lot that happened. We spent a lot of time talking about damage control and the story that they told between Becky and Charlotte throughout the day. We had the Grayson Waller effect with Kevin Owens, which led to a tag team match between Kevin Owens and Allie Knight versus uh, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory that saw KO and LA Knights get the win. We saw Santos attack Carlito, which led to the change in the matchup with Dragon Lee def- uh, replacing Carlito. And then uh, Bailey and Asuka got the win over Charlotte and Becky in the main event. We don't have Rampage to talk about for this week because Rampage will be taking place today in a three-hour block along with Collision. So um, I kind of sped through what we saw here, Mark. What were some of the things that for you stood out this week or things that you enjoyed? Uh, I mentioned it. um, To see Daniel Garcia and Miro was a hell of a match this week. Um, And to to get to Raw, uh, I thought Raw was a good show. Um, You know, a lot of preparation for this week before for the pay-per-view um and i you know in all honesty i I didn't get to see nxt this week but watching the clips um it was it was it was good to see uh all of the the young people developing and that's that's the thing about NXT. Even though it's a show, it's still uh, a developmental system. And when you see people doing stuff, and, and there's people that you don't know. Like, you know, I, I really didn't get to see who Eddie Thorpe was. You know, so, like, learning, like, the, the and, and Josh Briggs uh, beating Carmelo shocked the hell out of me. Um, but, like, you know, you get into the SmackDown last night and, um, you know, Kevin Owens and, and L.A. Knight versus uh, Waller and Theory. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here watching clips of, of, of the shows and, uh, man, I wish I'd have been able to, to see all of it. But what I did see, I was very entertained by and... Um, if I if I had to pick 
which I do, um, uh, because everybody is not geared towards the pay-per-view tonight, uh, I still I would have to go with uh, Dynamite because it was a more complete show. And, um, you know, we, we always have that one match that we say, oh, man, that was great. But, like, you also got to look at the totality of the whole balance of, of the show. So I, I, that's, I give my weekly winner to Dynamite because it's a more complete show. And you were at Dynamite. What was the mood coming off of a really great pay-per-view like Full Gear and then the excitement of starting the AEW Continental Classic? Yeah, I mean, just the whole tournament format uh, does something to me. And when you start with uh, Swerve Strickland after what he went through this week at, at the pay-per-view uh, out in California and, um, you know, Jay Lethal, who is like one of the best wrestlers that we have in the world today, um, man, that was a, a hell of a jump start. And, um, and and it carried over that that momentum carried over through the whole show. So I'm a little bit torn here because you're talking about the momentum that carried over through the whole show of Dynamite. And you're right. You're right because I really enjoyed all of the three uh, Continental Classic matches that we got. I thought that it was a good follow up to an exciting pay per view like Full Gear. But you know what? I also thought the WWE did such a great job at promoting Survivor Series with 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 Raw and with SmackDown. I thought they did a really good job with that. And I thought SmackDown was a whole lot of fun. But I'm gonna have to give my weekly winner this week to Monday Night Raw. I thought Ooh. they did a phen- I, yeah. I thought they did a phenomenal job because I, I sit here. I watch these shows live. Man, there's times where I'm sitting down watching a three hour raw and it takes quite a bit out of me, right? Because there's some shows that are just too long. And yeah. this past Monday, man, it flew by. I enjoyed it. I liked what they did with Naya and Raquel. I was surprised by how I felt um, during the Becky Lynch Zia Lee match. I loved what they did with Johnny Gargano and Ludwig Kaiser. Um, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Chad Gable, the men's war games advantage match. Everything here, I thought, just carried a nice flow of the show, and I was very entertained by it. So for that reason, I give my weekly winner this week to Monday Night Raw. But AEW Dynamite would have been my second. That Raw would have been my close second. Like they both were balanced shows, Um, and ah, man, Um, yeah, it's one A and one B. Busted open as part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. That, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters 
both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.